Dear listener, welcome to your favorite New Life program. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. I'm serving Tashis on standby with the health segment. Today, she'll talk about tooth decay. Thereafter, Sister Becky Runga will be joining us during the Bible segment to talk about cast down but unconquered. But first, let us listen to Silver Chord Singers with the song Ansikiai. Thank you. 
Welcome back, dear listener. It's time for the health segment with Msavim Teshi. Be blessed. Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter, Musavi Muteshi. Today we will talk about tooth decay. We were created with teeth to tear, cut and grind the food we eat in preparation for swallowing. Chewing allows enzymes and lubricants released in the mouth to begin the digestion process. Our teeth are the hardest substance in our body, but tooth decay or dental caries has been a serious health problem for people in all nations since the beginning of time, and it remains the most common chronic disease in both children and adults. The World Health Organization estimates that 5 billion people worldwide suffer from tooth decay, even though the condition is largely preventable. For centuries, tooth decay was thought to be the handiwork of an evil toothworm that gnawed holes into the white enamel of the tooth, leaving behind pain and a deformed tooth. We now know that certain bacteria that live in the mouth discharge an acid that erodes into the enamel, starting the decay process. Once decay starts in the tooth, the only remedy is to drill out the decay and fill the tooth with a hard material. Worldwide, up to 90% of people have tooth decay or missing teeth. While the incidence is lowest among people living in African countries, it is the most common disease of the mouth in some countries of Asia and Latin America. In recent decades, decay has significantly decreased for most people in developed countries, although even there, it is worsening once again among young children. Even in countries such as the United States, more than 40% of children under the age of 11 have decay in their teeth. The bacteria that cause tooth decay live in film that sticks to the teeth to form what is known as plaque. 
dental plaque is difficult to see unless your dentist stains it with special stains. This plaque causes both tooth decay as well as red, puffy, bleeding, inflammation of the gums at the roots of the teeth. If gum disease is not treated, the tissues holding the teeth in place are slowly destroyed, allowing the teeth to eventually fall out. Prevention is the best way to keep your teeth healthy and free of decay. So, how should you care for your teeth? There are two techniques that are extremely helpful. First, floss your teeth every day. Floss is merely string that you can use to slide back and forth between your teeth to remove germs and food particles. Ease the string gently into place between the teeth. Do not snap it into place as that could harm your gums. Next, brush your teeth. Use any toothbrushing method that is comfortable but do not scrub hard back and forth. Small circular motions and short back and forth motions work well. Flossing and brushing after every meal is best, but even if these measures are done once a day, they will help to keep your teeth healthy. Flossing helps to prevent the development of inflammation of the gums that hold your teeth in place, and brushing removes the film of bacteria that causes tooth decay. There are also some things you can do to ensure healthy teeth in your child. As soon as their first tooth appears, begin cleaning it by wiping it every day with a clean, damp cloth. When more teeth come in, switch to a small, soft toothbrush. If you live in an area where toothpaste is readily available, protect your child's teeth with a toothpaste containing fluoride. Fluoride is important for fighting tooth decay, but there is an issue with using fluoride in small children. If children younger than age six years swallow too much fluoride, their permanent teeth may develop white spots. The American Academy of Pediatric Dentistry recommends using a smear of fluoride toothpaste for children under the age of two and a pea-sized amount for those aged two to five years. Children older than age five can use fluoride toothpaste without concerns. Also, encourage your children to eat regular nutritious meals to prevent tooth decay. Avoid frequent meal snacks and sweet sugary snacks. The bacteria that cause tooth decay use sugar to create the acid that causes the decay. Let us consider for a moment people who live in an area that lacks access to dentists or even such basic supplies as toothbrushes or toothpaste. How can they keep their teeth healthy? Advice from my personal dentist is that if you don't have access to a toothbrush, using something that is a little abrasive quality will work, even a moist rag or a clean piece of cloth. It can be moistened and used to rub over the surface of the teeth. A finger works well if you do not have a cloth available. If you must brush your teeth using a wet cloth or your finger, you can pour fine grit sand onto the wet cloth and apply that to your teeth. Common remedies used before the introduction of toothpaste included the use of baking soda or salt, and these products work well. These methods are very inexpensive and they decrease tooth decay by about one third. To summarize... God created us with teeth that can serve us well our entire lives if we care for them. Avoid foods with a lot of free sugars, 
foods such as candy, sodas, and highly refined foods containing high fructose corn syrup as a sweetener. Floss and brush your teeth at least daily with materials even as primitive as a moist, clean cloth wrapped around your finger or your finger itself dipped in fine grit sand if you have to. Start brushing your baby's teeth as soon as they erupt from the gums. You may be able to avoid the tooth decay that will destroy your teeth. Health Nuggets is written by Dr. Richard Yuckel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, dear listener, and I hope that you're enjoying the program. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. For your views, comments, or questions about the show, you can write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at Let us now have an item from Silver Cold Singers entitled Brother Daniel. Where are you? Golden heart, 
It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I invite Sister Becky Arunga. Welcome, Sister. The word of the Lord is a sure guide unto us, and day by day, he reminds us of that which we ought to do. Surely no other place can we find counsel but the word of God. I am Becky Arunga. I invite you together with me that we may study and know the will of God in our life. For surely his word is a lamp and his command is a guide. Let us pray. Lord, in the beauty of your holiness we have come. To praise and adore you, that is our desire. Day by day we seek your face, though little our strength be. For we know that in you there is fullness of joy, and in your tabernacles there is strength. Now give us your spirit to teach us, that we may do that which pleases you all the days of our life. This, Lord, is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, the Lord invites us to a higher and greater ideal, not because we are any good, but because he has seen something in us that he can use for our sake and for the sake of the gospel. God, our creator, made us, he fashioned us from clay and gave us the breath of life that we may live. Sin came into the world and distorted the image of God in us. Even so, God was not yet through with us. He opened the way of salvation, the path of restoration. In the way of the cross, we are able to decipher what God intends for mankind. We are able to understand the things of God and how the kingdom of God works, even as we are transformed. But sometimes we look at ourselves and wonder, what is the good in us? What can come out of us? What can come out of me as a person? What can come out of me as an individual? What is the best thing in me? And sometimes on account of how people around us have treated us, we wonder how it is. But this day God has a message. He has a message to us as he did have it to the church of Corinth a church that faced a lot of problems, a church that was going down in apostasy, a church that was lost in sin. But the word of God that is able to quicken and awaken from the dead, spoken to this church, was able to revive it. And the church of Corinth was able to live up the standard that God desires. And so this day, God is reminding us, 
it matters not what the world perceives of you. In you, who are in Christ Jesus, is a treasure, a treasure that the heavenly beings desire or marvel as they look at, because they do not understand or they do not comprehend how the Son of God left his throne in heaven to die for you and I who are lost in sin. Now the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, and the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Essentially, what this means is that the treasure of God, Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom, is in us, mankind, yet we are but vessels of clay, yet we are cumbered by many things, yet we are mortal, yet we are finite. So it simply means that because we have the propensity to do evil, we have the propensity to do sin, the tendency to depart from the precepts of God, God is reminding us and is saying, we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that it is important that we remain so, so that none of us may boast. But it is on account of his good works that the beautiful things in life are happening. We have that treasure in earthen vessels that we may understand that God is still the one who holds us in the palm of his hands. Just like an earthen vessel is held by the potter, so that it does not fall down. Just like the potter holds it and fashions it in the image that he desires. Just as the potter handles it with care, so it is with us that we may know we are wholesomely dependent on the potter who is God. Further to that, verse 8 says, We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, then always carrying about in the body of the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our body. Beloved, our God is the God of all comfort. Our God desires that we may have hope for we have hope having received and obtained mercy from God. There too God is saying, We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. I know you must be going through a difficult situation. And you're thinking if nothing comes out through for you, you are gone. But God is reminding us that you have a treasure in an earthen vessel. Though you are hard pressed, you are not yet crushed. Because God lives, Jesus lives, and that is his way of fashioning you and making you to conform to the life of Jesus. It says, you are hard pressed but not crushed. Beloved, as long as you live, there is hope. God is still on his throne. Had pressed by a disease, look unto Jesus. Had pressed by a financial breakdown, look unto God who is the owner of silver and gold. Had pressed by family situations, look unto Jesus. He is the restorer of broken hearts. Look unto Jesus. 
he is a great physician if you are fighting an academic situation he is a divine teacher the owner of wisdom understanding and knowledge he adds we are perplexed but not in despair the situations the signs of the times are all happening around us nations are angry parents and children are turning against their parents the love of many has waxed cold mankind no longer no longer cares and apostasy has found itself even in the church but amidst all this perplexity the lord lives and he says we are perplexed but not in despair why because we know whom we have believed in and is able to keep that promise until the day of his coming father god says persecuted but not forsaken all they that trust in god shall be persecuted and i know that maybe where you are you are facing persecution if not from a friend from family from the church from the state from your employer many other places but remember in your persecution you are not forsaken jesus said all power has been given unto him he asks you to teach people to become disciples and the promise is he is with you even unto the end of the age so even though you are persecuted beloved you are not forsaken the lord lives struck down but not destroyed someone may strike you but he cannot destroy you because god is the source of life it is only taken when he says so our redeemer lives beloved one thing stands out despite the hardships of life despite the many things that happen as the people of god we are always carrying about in the body the dying of the lord jesus and the life of jesus also may be made manifest he went through all that for you and i our lord lives we shall live for we trust in him i pray this day i do may acknowledge the living savior that you may see his goodness his mercies and his love let us pray lord in the mighty name of jesus you have heard your people you have seen them you know the desires of the heart of my dear listener lord i thank you for this opportunity that away from the cares of this world someone has found a place of quiet rest to meditate upon your word lord you who does not change may you do them good i pray that you may grant the desires of their heart chiefly may you give them the strength and the ability to make a decision for you to surrender their lives to you for you our savior lives glory and honor be to your name lord keep us safe till we meet in jesus name amen beloved it's been a blessing i invite you to invite jesus in your life for he lives he is the living savior till next time be blessed Dear listener, we have come to the end of our program. 
Thank you for keeping me company. For your views, comments, or questions about the show, write to the producer, Adventist Hall Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is at ek.adventist.org. Until next time, may our God be with you. I've been your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Yeah, yeah.